Michael O'Reilly, and you're listening to Beyond Notes from L Live Productions, a podcast for musicians, people that hire musicians, and music lovers everywhere. We'll peel back the layers of the music industry and find out what lies beyond the notes. Welcome to Beyond Notes. I'm your host, Michael O'Reilly. And tonight, my very special guest, she is a, a female vocalist extraordinaire, lovely and talented. The one and only Christina Belinchenko is here. Christine, Christina, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, guys. All so right. So happy awesome. to be here. Awesome, <laughs> man. There we go. There's the, speak. There's the view we want to get. Thank you. I love your background. It looks so nice. <laughs> and I know I know somebody else who's going to love that background oh, very yeah. much also. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> yes. How have you been? Oh, um, I think it's been crazy months and all this situation all over the world is crazy, of course. And now I'm back at home and I just been with you in Singapore just a few months ago. That's and right. you know it's crazy time but i'm i'm keep it simple and i keep it positive everything and i'm trying to be uh, as productive as i can so that's what it is i think awesome. it's the same as other people so that's awesome at the just to do update our viewers ladies and gentlemen christina and i were performing here uh, i think you started you guys started i think well before we did new year's eve together so i yes. think you arrived was it in december or maybe in november uh, I think we arrived in December. Yeah, in December, right? So we had a great uh, a Christmas season. Remember, we had uh, we had dinner, we had Christmas dinner here, and we exchanged yes. gifts. And and Dean got uh, Alberto that uh, Star Wars character, and we Patrick. Remember, we had such a nice. Uh, <laughs> I actually, actually last night, I just went to my phone through all the photos and videos and I just mm -hmm. went through all these memories and I thought this Christmas Eve when we all together like share presents and that was so yeah. cool. And yeah, I, I loved it. Like that and was really new, beautiful. It was really beautiful. The Bolshoi Bell. Bolshoi Bell. Yes, that was our expression in the band. And yes. we can't really translate that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Although this is an adult show, um, but I loved it. Boisha Bold, when, when uh, Tina told me what Bolt, Bolt meant, uh, slang in uh, her country. By the way, uh, everyone, uh, Christina is from uh, Ukraine originally. And that's where you are right now. You're back home in Ukraine, correct? Yes, I'm back home in Ukraine. Awesome, awesome. So we used to do that every night before we went on. We do our little huddle. We put our hands together and we say Boisha Bolt with a few other expletives at the end that we can't say on, uh, well, we could say, but uh, we won't. Yeah. It's a bit too early in the show to start start saying motherfucker. Oh, well, <laughs> I just said it, sorry. Okay. So we had a wonderful time. And then in March, of course, we, we got um, we got closed because of the, of, of the virus. And then it took a while to get you home. And then yeah. you, you did get home and you've been there ever since. But if we can backtrack, uh, Tina, and if you can tell us about... Um, when you started and how you first came about finding out about L Live. 
Yeah, I think it's it's funny story because actually I think all the people that joined Alive they had audition and they had so many like they, they found from their friends or they found it online and they applied and I I came to this company so accidentally and so like from the back door <laughs> like <laughs> like hey I'm here so uh, I was working in China for a few years already at that time. And it was a time before Chinese New Year. And my club where I was working as a singer was like kind of like Chinese orientated, like they wanted a Chinese singer at the time. So I was searching for a new job and all the clubs, they wanted a singer after Chinese New Year. Because at that time, as you know, all the Chinese people come back to the family and mm -hmm. some cities super quiet and some cities is still open clubs and you can go and have fun. But mostly through all the China, it's like a family holiday and nothing is going on. So basically, I was searching for some some temporary job or anything. And one girl that I knew from another job, she told me that she has like a, a gig, like a replacement for two weeks to go to a big hotel, five-star hotel, and just perform there for two weeks just, just to replace her. Okay. And then uh, I found out that it's like a W hotel in Guangzhou, and I need to perform like four 45-minute um, sets. And mm -hmm. before, in Chinese club, I just did three songs. So it was kind of like for me, I was like, oh. Wait, I'm sorry, but wait, you did three, three songs a set? A night. <laughs> three songs a night yeah wow okay so that's that's yeah that's a definitely a huge uh difference yeah so four sets right but before when i just came to china i had a band and we just did the same gig like three 45 minute sets and so I had experience with band before <clears throat> so i asked all the details uh from my band leader at that time and I came there and of course I came from a show style party in Chinese style you know I had like clothes with that bling bling that okay, all the body good. style or that sexy and reveal and I asked him what do you think about this style and he said you know it's still China I guess we can try and you know test if the people will like it this style this kind of like Beyonce Lady Gaga style you know super um a super super show. open, open, super show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So when I came to W and I first day I came on stage, I, I had like a dress and then I put like that uh, body with bling bling. And <laughs> I think okay. all the people at the club was like, what? <laughs> what is that? They were so surprised because I guess before all the singers were like classy and, you know, super like more 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 like traditional, traditional yeah 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 but i didn't know that i didn't know that i just used to that chinese style and then when mm. i like first day of, i think like a couple of days i was in my style and people loved it but most of the people like from different countries from all over the world not only chinese people so i think the manager he liked the style but he was like um yeah, everything is great, but can you put like a maybe a sh uh, like a um, skirt or <laughs> or maybe <laughs> something longer? Long yeah. Okay. So for me, that was a challenge because I didn't have any uh, like wardrobe in that you style. Have, you didn't have any underwear. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <I d> <laughs> no, I had underwear. 
That's I'm cool. Kidding. Kidding. Uh, but I didn't have all the dresses like that. So I, I went see. to the shops and I was trying to find all this style, like classy and, you know, like um, elegant yeah. and Elegant, so, sexy, but, but elegant. Like sexy, but elegant. So uh, I bought all my wardrobe from scratch, you know, from zero to... Well, I'm going to talk like, about wardrobe, wardrobe later on later. for sure. So, uh -huh. and that was the yeah. first challenge that I just joined the company. But, but I didn't have any you, clothes. The, I'm sorry, Atina. So this is the, like the band you were subbing in was, was an L Live band. Yes, that was a live I, band, I, but I didn't know anything about a live band. I see. So you just I just joined the hotel. I just joined the band and then they told me, do you know this company called Alive? And mm -hmm. I said, hmm, interesting. And they said to me, like, don't, don't like be comfortable so much because the replacement is just for two weeks because another girl is making a visa. Right. So she's probably coming in two weeks. So just don't get too comfortable here. Okay. So just, tell me, did she ever end up coming? No, I, I spent there eight months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, eight months. So that was your first experience, right? I came for two weeks and I stayed for eight months. For eight months. Yes, that's awesome, man. Awesome. Wow. That was so and, funny. And that was in, in Guangzhou. Yeah, Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Hotel. And then after Guangzhou, you just stayed in, in L Live. You just went from Guangzhou to your next contract. So basically, I think George came to visit us. And mm -hmm. he saw me on stage and, you know, he saw me in real life, not just from words and from videos. Right. And then, of course, after a while, they asked me if I want to join a live company and if I want to sign a contract officially. Okay. So, and the contract starts started from October and it was just March or April when I signed it. So I had time to finish this gig and, and then start a new gig officially. Okay. And then where did you where did you first go after uh, Guangzhou with Live? What was your first uh, gig um, after that? First of all, I came to Vietnam for for three weeks okay, to meet so my band, meet all bit. my bandmates. So, great, great, and to rehearse yeah. and to really train, right? That's pretty standard. Um, yes, in Live, right? You get to go and meet everybody in advance. Oh, sorry, your video is. Uh, I'll let it catch yep. up. To you now. Okay, I think it's good now. Please go ahead, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came to Vietnam uh, and it was like overload band with Oba. Oba was a band leader. And we all were like from all over the world. And we came there uh, and that was a little bit funny because, you know, we all didn't know what's gonna happen because we were going to Korea. And so basically, that was the best time ever in Vietnam. And I loved it. I loved Vietnam. I loved this food in Vietnam and everything that we had and all our rehearsals. But it was a tough, a tough time because from, I think, from 10 to 6, we practice every day. Yes, yes, of course. We've, we've done that in all of our bands. Usually, typically, that's what happens. We get to go there and meet each other so we can get to know each other. Yeah. And then rehearse to a point where when we show up at the gig, we are so ready to go yes. opening night, first set, first song. There's there's no hiccups. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do. And uh, yeah, great. So you did your three weeks there. And then where did you, where did you go? What was your first? So we uh, went to South Korea, to Seoul, to Grand okay. Hyatt, Seoul. Okay, nice, nice. It's an amazing place to play. What an audience, right, in Seoul. I remember oh, yeah. playing there and... 
my first time. I didn't know anything about the audience, and uh, our yes. first set was our first set was kind of it was a little more chilled, you know. And uh, from all the other places we played, that was very typical. And when I did that, my first set in in, in Seoul, like by the second song, girls were standing, you know, in the booths. They were standing up on the on the seats and waving. Mm. And I think I was playing "Ain't No Sunshine," and I just come, I just went right to the second set immediately. Just went, you know said to the drummer just just play set two instead yeah and from there i think you've also worked in uh, in thailand as well tina yeah so uh after three months i went to thailand mm -hmm. and then uh, you know my destiny is to spend three months in one country i don't know why but the longest it was guangzhou so i stand there like eight months and then three months three months three months three and a half four like that so it was like three months thailand then it was uh, three months, Hangzhou, China. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it was like three months, Maldives. Um, oh, nice. Maldives. Wow. Yeah. And then it was three months, Philippines. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then three months, uh, Korea again. And then three working or four working months, Singapore. So Singapore. Wow. So you've done a lot of traveling. So that's what the topic is about today. It's a, uh, I mean, we all face challenges as musicians and singers, but I thought uh, if we can get more of a woman's perspective, Tina, from you, because you've yeah. done now, you just explained, you've traveled so much and played so many different gigs and your work with me, you, you did a, You did a, a, an amazing job. I have to Thank say you. that. Thank you, Mike. And uh, you were just, you always looked great. And you were always, I do remember, you were always very, very consistent like every night in the first set, you sang the, that Lady Gaga. I remember that beautiful ballad you you you, you suggested, and I didn't know it. Remember that song? Um, yeah, yeah, oh, million so reasons. Nice. Oh, so nice, so nice. And your voice. So if I can ask you a few questions about that, you know, your preparation sure. um, before, if you're working six nights a week, you're singing like that. To be so consistent, if you can uh, share with us maybe um, – any of the things you did, if you had any routines, uh, Tina, the, to, to prepare for, for stage? Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. So I think uh, this job is not easy, but it's an amazing opportunity to discover the world and, you know, to be on stage and shine like a star and mm -hmm. feel the greatness if you love to sing or if you like to play, if you love to play. But of mm -hmm. course, on the other side, it's, it's, it's a serious job because it's six nights a week. It's not like Friday and Saturday. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday off or Sunday, Monday off. Right. So you need to be like ready for all week. And you cannot be like, you know, oh, I, I don't really care. I can sleep just a little bit or this or that so the challenges is like to have a good sleep first of all you need to have a good mm. sleep second rest, you need rest, to take rest, rest well important. yes yeah mm -hmm. so you need to, to take care of your body mm -hmm. uh and that's that's another challenge that you need to face you know it's like your diet your exercises your uh you know all like how you feel through the day if you feel tired you know you probably need to cut all your, um, I don't know, activities that you want to do. So, and also uh, you need to warm up and you need to practice. And mm. it's not a secret that we also have a lot of rehearsals during the week. So, and also every week you need to learn a new material. 
not only for your songs, you need to learn your bandmates like um, backing vocals and you know, you need, so you need to learn other songs too. So every week is a new material and you need to catch catch on and catch up with all the things, especially if you're new in the company, it's, it's a bit, a it's a little bit a lot to do at the mm -hmm. beginning. Yes. Of course, but after a while, when everything is done, you feel more like comfortable and like a fish in the sea and you know everything and nothing is hard for you anymore. That's what but, I was, sorry, yeah. I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to ask that, I guess when you first start the first few months, yeah. it's quite, quite a lot, but then you're, what you're saying, I think, is that you start to get, uh, you adapt and get more, more used to it. Yeah, but I think uh, it's always... Um, challenging like job because you need to be active and smiling and in a good mood and of course uh you need to do it every night perfect like and you need to go on stage with all all your beautiful soul given up to people and make them happy so that's a little bit challenging too for some people and i guess uh for all of us first of all taking care of your body of your mind of your soul and of course, be productive and be serious about job, not just, you know, whatever, I can do it, I don't care. Because sometimes some people, you know, some musicians, talented people, but they don't take it serious. Like, like you mm -hmm. know, they don't take it too serious. And they just like, oh, you know, I've done it all my life. I don't really need to learn or improve something. Yes. But I think every day is like you need to master thyself you know like you need to work mm -hmm. on you on yourself and become better and do more things and learn so i think it's never easy for me i think to work on a new things and of course for example some songs are not easy especially with the rap part inside of it yes. so you need to learn that part and that's hard it doesn't matter if you're professional if a new song is like that you need to spend so much time mm -hmm. On it so yeah i guess so, that's I guess we, that's what it is yeah so you're not really here for for a vacation of course no you're here no for, no no but but you do get to uh spend time enjoying uh the city and i i also want to highlight that because you were really like you really were great at doing that tina and you know um i tell all the the new bands that come in because when they come to singapore they have six months and of course, yes. the first couple of weeks, there's no time to go sightseeing. No. It's just, we're, we're rehearsing almost every day. We're just getting, trying to get everything really, you know, really just perfect. But after that, things kind of level out and then there's a rehearsal schedule. And then I start to encourage them to, you know, have you been to Sentosa? Have you been on the flyer? Have you been um, to Little India? I mean, Singapore's beautiful country. Uh, so many places we play destinations are beautiful and you went to you went everywhere here man you were amazing you really you worked hard but you took advantage and a lot of singers tina um you know they i understand their voice and and they they say oh yeah you know we're gonna do that next month and then, and then before you know it uh there's two weeks to go in the gig and they haven't really seen anything so how did you manage to balance that uh work ethic and and uh, and then still being able to go out and, and enjoy the enjoy the the city at the same time. I guess it's experience, I think, maybe. You know? Yeah, I think that's crazy because people who know me, they like, uh, they think maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I'm traveling so much and sometimes it's too much. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm, I'm trying to be out every week somewhere because I think these opportunities that I have, I don't think maybe in future I will have the same opportunities as I have now. So I'm trying to take the best of it and to see the best spots of the city. And for me, that's my rest. That's my inspiration. That's my, uh, that's my life. So that's what makes me happy. You know, some people like... I don't know, do some things like, I, I don't want to tell what, like bad habits. They do well, this, yeah, that, course, you know, they just like, happy to stay yeah, home. Yeah, musicians, non-musicians, they get, yeah, they're, they're, they're you know, they want to play video games and all their free yeah. time. They're stuck in, in things, indoor activities, watching Netflix yes. and playing video games. And uh, yeah, I understand. Uh, I think we all I think we're all different yeah that's that's we're all, okay too we're all different. that's okay too there's nothing wrong with that your free time is your free time i just think it was inspiring to see how much you got out to enjoy uh the city and take advantage um is there any city tina of all this you've been in a lot of places now was there was there any that stood out that you were like oh this is my favorite or is it each one bring kind of a different uh uh flavor and, yeah uh, i mean i never work in hong kong but that's my favorite spot in, in wow, really? all destinations, that's, that's my favorite city. Really? <laughs> yes. That was my first contract in, in Asia was Hong Kong. First, where I started my Asian journey in 1998 was Hong Kong. I'll never forget it. It's just incredible city. Just, you know, the neon and yes. I mean, coming first time from Canada, getting off the plane and uh, being in Hong Kong. So you've been there, but you've, you've never worked there. Yeah, it's my dream to have a geek in Hong Kong. And okay. I'm, I'm just, you know, looking forward. <laughs> if I have an opportunity to go there okay. just for a while. You can, and you can city. drop in all the hints now because I know George is yeah. watching. He just said hi. He I, I know he knows. I know he, know. he knew Hong about Kong, that. George. <laughs> Leho. Leho ma. Yeah. That's so, the only but uh, it's a good question. You asked me about the places. Yes. And I think uh, each city is beautiful. Mm -hmm. But there's some incredible places in the world, like Philippines and Maldives, that are like just, wow. uh, just breathtaking and wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Those those are two places I haven't been. I've never made it to the Philippines, and uh, or the Maldives. I think the Maldives is a newer gig, but everyone knows just from photos and, and yeah, the, yeah, how yeah. Beautiful it is. Yeah. But George is here saying hi. Sorry, uh, Tina. I'll, I'll get right back to you, Kevin. Yeah. Our drummer, oh. our former vocalist, Patrick. Okay. <laughs> Patrick, I think, hey, Patrick, how are you, man? We miss you very much. Miss you so I, much. I think he's in, he's in Greece. And Rosie is here. Rosie is our, oh, L -Live, yeah. our L Live fitness guru. Rosie, I've been, I've been working out as well, you know, doing, uh, I don't want to show off too much on the broadcast. Uh, Jonas Course, my brother, another mother. Jonas Course, his beautiful little boy. Oscar, is Oscar up now? Does he want his uncle Mike to say hi to him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, Greg Martinez is here also. Okay. Julie Murphy, the one and only. Oh, yes, I wanted to tell something about Julie later. Okay. I will tell the story. Okay. And Kate, Kate the singer. I think Kate is from Venezuela. Yes. Uh, hi, Kate. In. Nice to see you. Thanks for tuning in. And the incomparable, the one and only Joe P. Oh, That's yeah. Joe P. You got a lot of fans. So before I cut you off with all those highs, you were you were about to talk about uh, Philippines, Maldives. 
Yeah, I just want to shout out to all my friends from Philippines. That's an amazing place with an, an amazing people. And I love it. I love the country. I love all everything about Philippines. And I love my friends there. So love, big love for Philippines. <laughs> oh, okay. So now if I ask what's your favorite place, Hong Kong, you want to play there. But it seems like you have some kind of a, a attachment with, with a, an affinity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because I played a lot of places, but some places I do feel a more of a connection with when I work there, certain countries more than others. I mean, they were all great, but uh, definitely. Yeah, that's really cool. Philippines. As also, we can come back to the challenges that people have when they travel overseas. Uh, mm -hmm. I yes. also have my YouTube questions. channel that called Sing and Travel, and I have the yes. 10 things to do. Talk about that, Tina. Yeah, before you travel. And one of the things is like take all your medication or like all your uh, things, the necessities, and with you, mm -hmm. and like beside that, you need to have passport and you need to have all the documents and you need to take care of everything and your luggage and also supplements. So Julie, uh, when I came to Vietnam, she was the one who helped me so much with the supplements and all the things before I went to Korea. She she's just incredible and she helped me so much. Yes. So I want to thank her for, for that help and that an amazing time that we spent together. And I'm looking forward for the next one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes, Julie was great. I mean, talk about knowing health advice um yeah wardrobe advice uh stage <laughs> advice julie is uh she's like our guru in l life productions man she's you know she's amazing so when you're traveling like that that's important and let me ask you about uh wardrobe we touched on it a little while ago but for women i mean obviously you're wearing dresses and you have to have high heels and you can't have just one pair of high heels right yeah. and when you go to all these different places, like the Philippines, you go to the market, Vietnam, you go to the market, it's like, wow, the prices are really great. So let me ask you as a, as a, as a woman, um, how do you manage, uh, you know, your, your wardrobe, balancing it out? And I mean, are you a big shopper? I'm, I'm not saying women are all big shoppers, but I'm saying that women like to shop, I will say. From the women I've known and been with in my life, they do like to look at purses and shoes, and that's that's totally cool. Uh, let me ask you, uh, how do you, how do you manage that? Like, you know, we have two suitcases, and now you're like, wow, look at all these beautiful clothes I can buy. Yeah. So basically, as as I also said in my uh, ten in my podcast, like not podcast, in my video that I recorded for for my channel, that if you travel and you want to have outfits, you need to see all them in colors so you can have them for one month and then you can buy more and mm -hmm. it depends where you're going because of course if you're going to china that's an incredible taobao online shopping that you can buy everything and if you're going to vietnam it's in my it's an amazing bentai market where you can buy also a lot of stuff and right. online shopping too but if you go into maldives you need to have everything with you so you cannot That's buy a good point. Like, good point, yeah. of course, because there's, there's not really many places to shop. And would you say like coming to Singapore, because it's, it's kind of an expensive city, yes. you're better off to have your wardrobe in advance, correct? 
Yeah, correct. Like Singapore is an amazing city. You can find something in iCham and in Zara and in all these shopping malls. But for, for the shoes, of course, I, I just advise people to have super comfortable, beautiful shoes. Because for the, for the female singers, we need to be on stage four or five hours. And, you know, we need to dance. We need to jump. Uh, we need to do a lot of things on stage, be active. So if your shoes are beautiful but not comfortable... I think it's going to be a little bit hard to do that the whole night and you need to yeah. do it six nights a week. So you need to find some stores like I know some stores like Pedro and some Italian shoes that are not cheap, but they're super cool and super comfortable and nice quality. So you can buy one pair of shoes from there and it can last for like one year or two years. And also yeah. you can have some other shoes that can just stay for a few months. Uh, and I advise to have three, four pairs because, mm. of course, if you have 20 of them, you cannot take all of them with you because LF reduction ship all your stuff. They help with this. But if you have three luggage and, you know, a lot of them, they cannot yeah. pay for everything like that, you know. Yeah, so you yeah. need to see what is the most important, like the best shoes, the most comfortable shoes and the best outfits in colors. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's, so it's good. that's it's my good. advice. That's great advice. So maybe invest in, in a good pair, spend a bit more. Yeah. Get a really for the shoes, pair. for sure, you need to invest in a good pair. For the clothes, mm -hmm. I think you need to have good dresses, like good quality dresses. For example, mine, they are like lasting for two, three years that I bought in, in China. They still cool. They still beautiful. Even mm -hmm. after like, you know, I had so many gigs and they washed in different uh, in different places but they still Hotels. look beautiful they mm. still look good because the quality is good and the price is higher than like they're not so cheap they they just like you know fifty dollars sixty dollars maybe thirty dollars like that mm -hmm. okay okay because it's a big part of what we do i mean the men included of course and the men included sure. i'm just you know getting your perspective from a woman's view um about the wardrobe that's awesome and let me ask you, because, you know, we get to eat so much great food and we get to we get to uh, work in a lot of in hotels where a lot of times it's buffet and you can just go and, you know, fill up your plate or um, after the gig. Sometimes the menu is a little bit more limited and it's more uh, not as diet friendly. How do you manage that, Tina? Um, what you eat? I know you quit sugar for a while and on your channel, you're doing all these really cool challenges. So how do you manage five-star hotel? It's like, you know, I come home from work. It's like, okay, uh, let's, I'll have the uh, beef burger with cheese and the fries. And of course it's, yeah, I see you shaking your head going, <laughs> no, don't, don't eat that. My yeah. I mean, we all different. We all have different health and mm -hmm. body and, you know, all of our metabolism. <laughs> so it's True. all different. True. Yeah, but it's but. a good point. But it's a good point that we need to be in shape because mm -hmm. after a while, yeah. the clothes that you have and you invest so much money then can be not good as for you anymore. <laughs> so you need to buy well, a whole new wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, and of course, and it's not ideal to show up at a gig and then during the gig gain, gain 30 pounds, I, I guess. Yes, what that's, I'm that's difficult, but I think you need to cut a lot of things. And um, sometimes it's hard because some places don't have so much healthy food. But I guess in five stars hotels, they always have 
so many selections that yes, you can yes. have salad and you can have fresh things and you can yeah. have juices and you can have healthy fruits, breakfast fruits, fruits. Yeah. so mm -hmm. i guess you need to cut all this night night uh, f food night yeah, that's, supper that's or how you yeah. call that so you need yeah. to cut all these fatty things at night and it's better to eat them in the morning and then mm -hmm. you know do some workout through the days and be active and then before the gig of course you need to eat really good because then you need to produce so much energy on the stage right. so the best the best choice is to have a good dinner and then like two hours before your gig and then go to your gig and then after the gig just have some small things like snacks or salads but not burgers and pasta and all this well thing, yeah makes sense you know? of course very carby food and then you go to bed yeah. and it just, it just sits there of course for men or women but uh it's a good point i'm just curious how you manage that because i, I know mean i'm crazy because I'm, I'm i'm gaining weight so so fast like this and sometimes my health you know uh like we have different levels of hormones and my system sometimes is not as strong as you know as when i'm not working like that so mm -hmm. i'm trying to take care of my body but it's hard sometimes so i'm 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 hard on myself like people who know me like they they know that i do a lot of things and sometimes i just stay home and do workouts and now i'm running and now i'm losing weight too because of the after, on the on the quarantine i gained like eight kilos and I, i'm so i'm so upset about that so okay. now is the time well, when i'm like yeah. super strict on myself okay. this month i don't drink coffee i don't drink alcohol and of course i cut the sugar too I saw on your channel, and we'll put some links. Uh, Tina has a, a, a really awesome uh, YouTube channel, and it really focuses on uh, travel, doesn't it, uh, Tina? Yeah, it's called Sing and Travel. So it's, travel. All about, it's all about singing in different spots of the world, and also it's about uh, discovering new places and being able to have so much fun all over the world and it's 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 about my experience and i i've given some advices to people who go in overseas first time or second time and for singers that want to join the company or they they want to have a geek overseas that's a lot of small details that might be helpful for them that's awesome we'll put we'll put the links when we when we post all, all of this uh, tina that's really, sure, thank really cool. you yeah yeah the woman's perspective uh uh, it's just great to have you on and talk about this because uh, uh, there's just, you know, get into these kind of details about, you know, the wardrobe and traveling and, and diet and everything. What about languages do you, because of course you're, you, I know you're, bi obviously you're bilingual because you're from the Ukraine, you speak Ukrainian, you speak English. Do you, when you travel, do you pick up anything with the languages? Do you sing in any uh, foreign, um, you know, if you go to the Philippines, do you sing a song in Tagalog? Or in China, did you sing Chinese songs? Yeah, that's another advice that I wanted to give to singers who go into a different countries. The people who are there, they love, they will admire you if you sing their songs. Mm -hmm. And that was when I came to China and I started to sing Chinese songs. They were like, oh my God, that's incredible. And I tried to learn it as, as close as I can. So it's mm -hmm. going to be like not just a foreigner yeah. singing Chinese song in, you know, like something like that. I, I wanted to be like a native speaker, of course, but it's hard. They still can see I'm not as good as them, but oh, of course. Well, it's not I your had, tongue, right? 
Yeah, I had like six songs, six Chinese songs that I sang in China. And I wanted to learn more, but we just left to the Maldives. And and honestly, when we came to Thailand, I wanted to learn Thai song. And also when we came to Korea, I wanted Korean. Like, that's a beautiful experience when you can give all this happiness through these songs. And the people, they will love it. Like, if yeah. you can do that, that's an amazing. That's an amazing experience. Like, I love the energy that people give you when you give them what what is really make them feel it makes them, so it good. Makes them so happy. And I think it's such a surprise that they see a... You know, uh, the singer like uh, yourself is from Ukraine and now suddenly you're you're singing this Chinese song and they, they get it. They I mean, and I think they're of course, they're a bit forgiving because even if it isn't perfect, you're not Chinese. It's not your not your your native tongue. And yeah. uh, it's just such a surprise. I think it's so cool. I used to love doing that. My wife used to do that a lot. And I used to love to wait to see the expression on the on the people's faces because they just they would light up in Vietnam. You sing a song in Vietnamese. They just be like so yeah. so uh, happy about it you know yeah it's it that's really cool that that uh, so you sang in chinese any other languages tina um uh, i didn't have much time to learn other other languages i mean just spanish i think i, I got some spanish songs or portuguese yeah 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 so i also so basically i'm from ukraine so i speak two languages like russian ukrainian and then i learn uh, english and also germany deutsch uh, at school a few years okay. but i i don't speak like free in Germany, like I just know a few words, <laughs> but I can understand and I can write, but I cannot speak. Okay, well, well I'll give you Luna's. I'll give you Luna's uh, email address. She's in Germany. Okay. I, I I always tease her about. Uh, <laughs> you know, I always tease her about. Sure. Uh, German yet? Yeah. I think it's really cool. I mean, living in a in a, a country for six months, just learning a couple of basic phrases is is cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's amazing. And when I was in China, I was like about two, two, three years. So I learned a lot and I wanted to stay there and learn the language and do more songs. And, you know, but mm -hmm. then I moved <laughs> because I joined a life and my whole life became so different. Cool. Very cool. Let me ask you, because our lineups, Tina, are typically yeah. not always now. It's changing so much uh, as we speak because uh, uh, the world's changing so much and the market is changing. But traditionally, we used to be uh, seven-piece bands with uh, two female singers and a male singer. So, and then we have we have other bands where it's like a male and one female. I'm not sure if we have two girls together. But uh, what kind of um, situations did did you find challenging? Was it was it? I mean, let me just be blunt. Was it hard to work with another girl, female singer, in your experiences? That's or a good question, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's 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 um, why I have that's why I have the show here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Actually, uh, I can uh, I can admit that it's not easy sometimes, but mm -hmm. it's always up to the girl. Like it's always up to another girl, and it's up to you, of course. It's up to me. Uh, yeah. But sometimes the temper can be different. The the point of view and the you know the experience. But I like. To work with other people who are not lazy i don't like to work with lazy people that's what of course i'll just course. the way i feel so yeah. for me i would love to work with another girl if she's 
like able to work fully and she wants to be in the band and she wasn't like to share all these emotions and all mm -hmm. the stage time so I, i don't mind and i think it's challenging sometimes because you know um some girls they want to to be competitive or something like the competition right. Right. uh so I, i i don't know why but I, i i don't feel this way so i don't i don't really like want to be the one or whatever okay. I would love to have a band and be like balanced. And we had we had actually the band that I can give you an example that it was me, Ashley and Dion. Uh, and we worked like that, like two gigs. So we worked once in Korea with Ashley and then we joined another band with Dion. Yeah. It was perfect time. Yeah. You know, we But all think, like different styles and different yeah, things. I, I think that that might be a... a um, I think that might be a factor, yeah, because uh, uh, Ashley's a uh, uh, Latin, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that it's kind of a nice, uh, and I think we do that a lot in our live that we try to balance it out. We don't try to put, you know, a, you with a, another girl that is exactly your style, sings the exact same repertoire, because then it, it it's difficult for for the for the, for you know the two singers to like. Well, I sing that song. Well, I sing that song too. Well, I sing that song as opposed to someone like Ashley, maybe has more of a, a Latin repertoire. And then you have like Lady Gaga and, and different pop stuff and ballads and yeah. rock songs. Great. So I guess it's all about balance, right? Yeah. It's all, and it's up to the band leader too, because sometimes, you know, band leaders put the favorite on some girls. Oh, this is this girl. Uh, I'll give some credit to her. And then uh, another girl is suffering. So it's not cool. So when band leader is experienced and he's really professional, he will never do that. You know, he will never feel, make the one girl feel bad and one girl feel like, oh, she's a star, you know, like, so that's up to the band leader too. That's a good point, Tina. It does go back to the who's in charge, of course. They yes. have, you have to lead well, and both singers, of course. Yeah, good, very good point. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Traveling on the road. Um, let me ask you some other challenges you might uh, you might run into. How about when you're in the club and um, male customers hit on you? Yeah, that's a question I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for that one, right? Okay. What happens when, well, I'm sure you get different levels and different kind of, you know, guys are, hey, I really like the way you sing and you look really nice, love the show. And there's a little bit of, and then and it's other guys, it's just like, you know, uh, here's my phone number. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for this question, I think sometimes my colleagues can tell you stories how I managed that because from their perspective, they see me from the other side that I manage it really well. So mm -hmm. I don't have that situation when the guy is like, you know, oh, yeah. So because I think I have a wipe that I mean, like, I'm serious. And I'm not looking for something and I'm not looking for fun or something like that for one night stands. Mm -hmm. So the guy give that like I, I Of course, he see me on stage and then he might talk to me like, oh, hey, and then I just answer and I'm honest, you know, I'm just if he asking me some questions like that, I'm like, don't spend your time on me because you're just gonna waste it. it just go ahead, you know, like, like. Well, if I, they're trying to, if they're trying to really, you know, date you, if they're trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just honest. I just tell them like, you know, I'm not looking for that or um, thank you boyfriend. so much. Yes, I'm not yeah, looking I'm for not boyfriend. Looking. We can yeah. chat. We can have a good time. I, I can like, you know, we can tell, we, we can talk about music. We can talk about this club, about this city. But like my personal life is my personal life. So it's, of you know. Course. 
of course. So I think I, I get the why. I, I gave it. I, I given the vibe that I'm serious about that, and I'm not like trying to like you know play games. That's why I think the guys they just feel that you know I'm not I'm not that kind of girl that you can just you know I give you food you know I give you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, of course, it's keep it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bunch of dinner. Come on, man. Let's 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 be real. No, of course. I mean, it's just keeping a professional. It's a professional relationship, right? When you're at work, you're at, you're at work. Just because we're we're entertainers shouldn't be that you know we're just going to easily just you know walk off with someone. You wouldn't go into you wouldn't go into the bank and just you know just ask try and date the teller or in the, at, you yeah. know the cashier at the grocery store. I mean, uh, well, most most guys and maybe some guys, but. And also, on the other hand, I do understand we're working in the clubs or bars when people get drunk and Alcohol. they cannot and they cannot control themselves. And sometimes they're being rude and being mm -hmm. like like bad behavior. But I just I just give them you know like credits. Like I do understand you're drunk now, and I'm just trying to skip it. Like just escape from that situation. I don't want to like have a scandal with a guy who is like don't really understand I'm working here. You know because I'm looking uh, like beautiful in the dress and makeup and yeah. high heels yeah. and he's drawn maybe he doesn't really know i'm a singer and sometimes he just, that does you know. happen actually i mean where where i uh worked uh because yeah there's a there's you know a whole mix of people in there during the evening and our female singers of course always look great and they they look they look uh you know they look sexy they look elegant they look in a, in a very nice way But there is appeal there, of course, and I could see, yeah, sometimes a, a guy will walk up to you and just start hitting on you and he doesn't, you know, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the band, you have to kind of explain, but yeah. I, I, I do remember because uh, when you were with me, it was always handled so well and very, very professionally uh, when the, the, the few occasions that, that uh, did happen. And as you said, it's also we have a band leader and manager. If something is going wrong and you cannot yeah. handle it well, you just need yeah. to tell to your band leader or to your manager and exactly. You know, exactly. Or to the bodyguards. Like if you see something is going on, don't don't try to, to handle it by yourself. No, don't ever. try to shout, don't try to be angry because that's bad because we're working in that club and these people maybe not really it's not their fault that they drunk, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes mm -hmm. we need to have a professional way to handle those situations and yes. be ready for some some of them but you know mentally be prepared that you can just tell politely that i'm a singer i'm working here and you know if you enjoy the music just yeah. you know come and, and join us on the dance floor or that's whatever it. but that's, that's it. it yeah so I, i think it's also what you just said is it's really kind of cool and important uh, it's it's a mental approach as well right you're going to work and you know this may happen tonight and this is how i'm going to react This is how yes. I'm going to handle it. You're, you're prepared mentally, emotionally. You're prepared. Some guy might walk up and, you know, say something very suggestive to you, uh, just straight up in your face. You know, you're prepared mentally. You're, you're, you're prepared emotionally and you handle it uh, very professionally. Right. Yeah. And I think the people that I worked with, they are always ready to help. They're always ready to support. You just need course, to tell them, to just don't take it private. To yourself and don't try to, to handle it by yourself just you know ask people to help ask manager because manager usually knows all the regulars all the people that comes to the club they mm -hmm. know their backgrounds they know like what they are doing here so they will 
you know, they know what to do. That's that's hundred yeah. percent. Yes, great. That's great. Yeah, we'll definitely have to look at your channel and uh, and uh, yeah, look at the videos. Actually, you, now, yeah, sorry. now I'm I'm working on a new video that's gonna be about the working ethic, like etiquette that we're talking about, like okay. all the things we need to to do to be a better and a better singer, a better professionalist, and that's that's what I'm doing now. We'll look forward to it. That's really cool, man. Um, when you quit, how was it when you quit caffeine and alcohol? Because I, I couldn't imagine those are two things that, um, uh, well, I mean, you know, not that I'd have to drink every day, but I do like to have a beer and I do love my coffee in the morning. Oh. How was it for you to, uh, to give up those two substances? Was it for 30 days? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just now because today is my first day without it, without first day? coughing, You're coughing, first, force, force, force. Fourth day. Fourth okay, day. okay, I'm good. So, I'm glad we can do this show on the 29th day then. <laughs> <laughs> shout, right. shout out to my coffee mate, Kyle Johnson. Uh, we used He's here. to... <laughs> He's in the show. We're just about to reference him. He's here. Bumpy. Bumpy's we used here. to share apartment in Thailand, and we used to have our coffee club almost every day. And if I was still there with him, it's going to be hard. Like it, it's, it's going to be hard to quit coffee. If you living with Carl Johnson or working with him, that's, that's the hardest because that's a coffee club right there. I love um, it. I love, uh, it. I, love Bump. I love him. Man. I love his, I love his bass playing dearly. Every time he comes on to say hello, I gush at him because I love him. I love him. His playing. I wish I could be a bass player. I wish I can come back as Kyle in my next life. I didn't know he was a coffee guy because I'm a huge coffee guy. I love my coffee. I have we, a Facebook page. Both. I have a Facebook page about coffee. Oh. And I have <laughs> morning coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, there's some uh, uh, shameless uh, self-plug. Facebook morning coffee. That's me. Mm-hmm. So Kyle and you were like, you were like uh, up in the morning, like with the beans and you were, grinding the beans and you know you know they they have the... in thailand they have this coffee that you put on a cup and you put the hot water and then mm. it's dripping down mm. and it's amazing like the taste is so good it tastes so good and i don't know but then we moved to the maldives and we also had like a cafe there and the coffee there was so good oh, we, we just had espresso together Africa. and we just talk oh. about life talk about books talk about everything and the, just you know that's that's a coffee club and okay. of course i think it's hard to quit coughing because caffeine is is extremely addictive addictive yes of course but i just want to suggest that people who have some digestive digestive problems like mm -hmm. me that's that's one one thing that you should do you need to quit it for a while then you can come back but you need to have like uh limited caffeine a day because it's just a little bit bad for your digestion yeah and also so, as a singer teen i think it's not good because it, it uh yeah. dries up your dries up your vocal cords i would never drink coffee before the gig hours before the gig i would find i would it would dry up my uh, my throat quite a bit i only drink it in the morning uh maybe a cup in the afternoon and then rarely rarely ever even after dinner but never before the gig i would never i, I work with people that would drink coffee and just go on stage and sing and i yeah. would just be like wow how do you how do you do that man yeah 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 beside that that i wanted to tell to all the singers that some things you shouldn't do before you go into the gig 
like for mm -hmm. your voice, you shouldn't drink uh, mineral water or any sparkling water. That's mm -hmm. bad. Coffee, mm -hmm. um, maybe some uh, like orange juice or some like juices with um, how you like with a lot of vitamin C. It mm -hmm. can be like it's good, but before just singing, it can a bit like it's tricky. Yeah. It's just also yeah all kind all kind of nuts and seeds and chocolate because it's also like dries your dry yeah, throat right. and yeah mm -hmm. you can have some problems singing like some people not they don't have any problems but some people do so mm -hmm. if you want to see you can just test you know you can just test one day you do that and one day you don't and just see the difference mm -hmm. that's it so that's my suggestion to people who think in a lot, like four, five hours a day. Just be careful with these things like that, that, mm -hmm. that I said. Very good advice. And let me ask you, Tina, how do you handle, uh, because we don't just play one style of music, right? We try to uh, cater our music to uh, international audiences. And even when you work with me here, you saw that there was a, you know, young, a younger crowd middle-aged crowd, an older crowd. Um, and then we would play the first set. We'd play some really nice first set songs, some really smoother stuff. Second set, we'd pick it up. And then uh, uh, third set, it would even get, you know, more and more, you know, dance-oriented. And then we'd have our Latin stuff and reggaeton. And then in the fourth set, we start playing some rock and, and everybody ah, would be awesome kind of uh, – climb uh, uh you know an arc for the evening that's what i used to think of it always how do you uh deal with um with that and and also the second part of the question do you prefer do you have like a favorite style to sing in of music yeah that's a good question and i think it's up to the personality so for me i'm a big music lover and i like all the styles of music and i think that's not a big deal for me play pop songs and rock songs and some, you know, jazz and smooth and like mix and elect electronical songs like club stuff. But for mm -hmm. some people, it's a big deal because they just want to stick to one style and they don't like other styles. That's sometimes when I had experience with musicians that just like rock music and they don't like pop music at all. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we work in a five-star hotel and, like, we have the audience that want to, to hear all this music that they can, like, that they, they like. Relate. So we need to be able to deliver and we need to be able to give them what they want. And if you cannot, you know, like, like change yourself to be, like, open-minded and play all kind of music, it's going to be tough experience for you because, like, that's going to be every night. And it's gonna be a whole bunch of music, so I think it's it's a it's challenge challenge for some people, but for me, it's not a big deal. I like it. I like all those styles, and I think I had a gap in the old school songs when I joined. Mm -hmm. And then I think Kyle Johnson, when we were in the Maldives, he's like, "Okay, this is disco, this is funk, this is it. You need to choose ten songs from each style because you need, you know, you know, to build your rap, to be able to perform reggae music and this kind of music and rock." So I think there was um, educational moments for myself when I just opened my mind and just learn, it's learn great. new things. Great. It, it, and you, you become more versatile, right, Tina? You become much more versatile. 
and now your 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 repertoire list has all these. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're back. You're back. I'm sorry. We, we might have uh, canceled. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to speak over you. Uh, but what I was trying to say is, it, it makes you much more versatile as as an artist, anyway, doesn't it? Yes, I think that's that's really good because you can be you can be able to perform in different venues and different styles. Cool. But of all the styles, Tina, is, is there one style that you, you prefer? Like, do you, some, you know, uh, oh, I love singing ballads or I love singing Latin or rock or? Uh, I think I like um, funk. I like old school music. I like hip hop music and I like R&B and I like rock too. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Okay, there's a bit of a time. time yeah, lag. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You still here, Tina? We just had a little yeah. bit of a time. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. You're still, you've been here all the way. It's just some, now it's perfect. Sometimes the synchronization uh, just gets a little, yes. a little bit out. But you are all the way in Ukraine. My goodness, you're so far away. I'm in Singapore. And we're here we are on the internet together having a chat. It's amazing. How is it now? Is it is it okay? I think it's still a bit of a sync. Still delay. Yeah. Yeah. Still delay. Yeah. Still, it's still a delay. It's okay. We're we're getting we're getting actually we're coming up to the end of the show, so it's it's cool. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, what I like to do, Tina, before my guest uh, gets off, is to ask them. Since it's funny because we're just coming from the topic about uh, being versatile, but. If you were stranded on a desert island and you can only stream three artists, only three artists uh, for the time you're on that island, which could be eternity, uh, which three artists would you choose? You have their whole catalog at your disposal. Which three artists would you like to have on the island with you? Christina yes. Belenchenko. So first of all, I'm going to have Jill Scott. I'm going to have that, Jill Scott. Uh, I love her. And also, I'm going to have Coolin' again because I want to oh. party every day and I want to dance there, like in a good mood. I'm going to have Coolin' again. And third, I think I'm going to have D'Angelo for the R&B and for the beautiful moments to enjoy the oh. island. I'm going to have D'Angelo. Wow, that's going to be a very, it's going to be a very sexy island you're going to be on there. You are alone, though, you know. <laughs> You're alone in the island, but uh, yes, good choices. Really, that's cool. gonna be my my mix every day. That's a great mix. Uh, uh, other people have picked D'Angelo. No one's picked Cool in the gang. And uh, yeah, that those are those are really really great choices. Really cool. Well, Tina, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and coming on to Beyond Notes, and we'll put the links so you guys can check sure. out uh, Tina's YouTube channel i'm sorry it's called travel and sing, sing and travel sing and travel right please yes. check it out and you can su subscribe to our channel l life productions we'd really appreciate that and while you're at it uh, uh, there's a guy named michael o'reilly funky celtic you can always uh, give him a little love too if you care to do so i'd appreciate that so thanks everyone for tuning in tina thank you so much great show fun show very informative to get a woman's perspective and uh you're wonderful. You did a great job. I miss you so much. I mean, the last lineup we had here, unfortunately, it was the one that came up into COVID. It was so great. 
and you and Emily and Patrick and Dean and Isaac and Alberto. Uh, I miss all of you guys so much. Uh, wish you all continued success. And uh, who, who knows, maybe we'll get to, to uh, play together at, at uh, some point. Yeah, um, I just want to say thank you for everyone who joined tonight. And I also want to say to everyone who's waiting for now, like now for the gigs, we're going to travel soon and we're going to have so much fun again soon. Mm -hmm. And for all my bandmates, for all, for all the people who are in L Live now, I just want to send so much love. And, you know, music is still on. Music is still here and we're still doing some great things right now. So just stay tuned and we're going to be on stage soon doing some crazy shit again. <laughs> all right yes yes i love it dina thank you so much great show thanks everyone for tuning in to beyond notes we'll see you guys next week take care take thank care you guys yourself. bye